Good afternoon, Andrew. Question I have, is this a colonel's coup or was this a personal decision? Oh, absolutely the latter. Um, like I said when I broke this story a uh, week before last, Andrew, that there had been rumblings in the National Party, but they said, and this was across the party caucus, that Bill English would be allowed to choose of his own timing when he would go. And that's what he did today. This was his timing. Uh, I, I would say that none of them then had any indication from Bill English himself that he was considering going so soon. Indeed, they th I think there was an expectation that he would stay on a bit longer. But um, there was certainly rumblings within the party. People were jockeying for position uh, and uh, names were being mentioned uh, as successors and as Bill English himself said at the time, he said Look, uh, this is understandable. You've got a caucus of 56 people. Uh, of course they're going to be talking since losing an election uh, who could possibly succeed. And uh, so he was realistic enough to know that there had been talking going on, but uh, the decision today was his own. Of course, yes, you broke that story. You said it was going to happen uh, last Thursday. I see that <coughs> Bill English has uh, told uh, the waiting um, uh, reporters that he told his deputy, Paula Bennett, and finance spokesperson uh, Stephen Joyce a week ago, that was before the Tauranga meeting. Yes, um, they'd been told in advance of that. So uh, no doubt he had been talking to his family, which of course, as you mentioned, Andrew is very close to. So he would have been talking to his wife Mary and his family, uh, I would imagine, for several weeks, probably over the Christmas break as well. And uh, look, uh, in reality, Bill English knew that uh, the chances of him beating Jacinda Ardern in 2020 were minimal, to say the least. Uh, the chances of him making a comeback, even though the National Party sits at the moment on a solid 44%, although I would think that will now diminish that Bill English is gone. But even though they're there, they look, um, Bill English knew that chances of beating Ardern for him were limited and probably wouldn't come off. So I think he made a realistic decision for his own future. He's a relatively young man, Andrew. Mm. Uh, he can do other things. Oh, he's going to do loads of things. There'll be a long uh, list on his dance card after his 27 years in, in power. And that is something that we need to remind our politicians. If you haven't made it after 27 years, what are the chances? Well, <laughs> that's right. And, uh, you know, this is the uh, problem, I guess, with the uh, mixed member proportional uh, voting system that we have, that, you know, you can have a party like the National Party that really does extraordinarily well at the polls. And yet, if you've got no mates, you've got no chance of getting onto the Treasury benches. And unfortunately for National, it's mates. First of all, Peter Dunn, uh, and uh, then the Modi party knocked out on election day, and uh, ACT really is a twitching corpse. So uh, they had no mates, mm. and uh, that is the problem if you're fighting an election with this particular electoral system. So when will the, <coughs> excuse me, when will the replacement be uh, voted upon by the caucus? Well, Bill English is formally stepping down as leader of the National Party uh, on the 27th of February. So uh, they'll now be jockeying for position. That's a couple of weeks away, not far at all. And uh, there'll be a lot of uh, rumbles going on in the background of the National Party, even though there has been between now and then. Uh, it'll uh, go up a notch and uh, people will be putting up their hands. There'll be groups formed behind certain uh, candidates that uh, believe that they should now be able to have a crack at the leadership. 
All right. Are we looking at uh, future planning for a leader who could become a National Party uh, Prime Minister, or will we be looking for someone who can hold the fort while the next uh, Prime Minister in waiting supposedly is groomed? Well, of course, the National Party itself will see that whoever is chosen as leader uh, should become the next Prime Minister. I mean, you know, they, you don't get into leadership to say, look, I'll, I'll sit on the seat, but uh, I'm not really uh, planning to go anywhere in terms of just being the leader of the opposition. Uh, they, The person whoever's chosen, uh, I would imagine, would expect to be the Prime Minister. They're hoping, clearly, that uh, this coalition government and coalition government in the past have never been that easy to manage, they'd be hoping that this one could go the same way as others and uh, they could fall apart. But unfortunately for the National Party, uh, the other coalition governments have uh, lasted beyond one term. And with the popularity of Jacinda Ardern at the moment and with a toddler in tow at the next election, I think she's virtually unbeatable. All right, so looking at the list, uh, we've got Bennett at two and we've got Stephen Joyce at number four, but uh, they haven't been mentioned at all. They're not players. Well, I think they would like to see themselves as players, but I don't think they're seen as that in their caucus. Don't forget, Stephen Joyce was the campaign manager uh, for the National Party at the last campaign. Uh, he was the one that came out with the um, dead cat on the table, the $11.5 or $7 billion hole in Labour's books that no one believed uh, but him. Uh, so uh, he didn't um, um, cover himself in any glory on that one. Uh, then, of course, you had um, Paul. Bennett uh, as uh, Bill English's deputy, I don't think she was ever a very good fit in that mm. role um, and she was seen, is seen by many as uh, the Achilles heel of him during the last election campaign and then to make matters worse of course uh, the finger was pointed at her and this litigation underway at the moment that she was the one who leaked the information about the overpayment of Winston mm. Peters' pension mm. and where Bill English failed and failed big time was not with the electorate but um, with the coalition negotiations. He went into them. He had two people or three people uh, on the negotiation team that should never have been there if he wanted to curry favour with Winston Peters. One was Paula Bennett. The other was um, Stephen Joyce. And the third one was the former uh, Prime Ministerial Chief of Staff, Wayne Eagleson. Winston Peters said or felt that they all um, uh, were party Mm. to that uh, very private information of his being leaked. Okay, so down the list we go. Brownlee, Bridges, Adams, Coleman, thought of perhaps as uh, not the leaders and perhaps yesterday men. So we go down to number 13, Nikki Kaye, and uh, number 16, Judith Collins. Is this a a two-woman race? Um, look, it's very hard at this stage. I'd have to do a lot of more soundings around the National Party at the moment because, of course, Simon Bridges sees himself in that role as well. So does Jonathan Coleman. So there are, there are no shortage of uh, contenders. But, look, uh, there are a couple of things about uh, the future leader of the National Party. One is that uh, I think in some ways it should be a woman because they can take a fight to Jacinda Ardern uh, probably unlike a man could. They could uh, get under her skin more than what a male would be 
permitted to, if you if you get my uh, meaning. So I think uh, if they want uh, uh, a bit of mongrel in the leadership, Judith Collins would be a perfect person in that job. She would uh, take no prisoners, and certainly um, Jacinda Ardern would come under constant fire uh, from Judith Collins. She's a tough politician. The softest part of her is her teeth. So, you know, she, she could go out there and uh, she could really take the fight. That's one. Uh, the other one, of course, is um, Nikki Kayan. I think you've got to remember about uh, her. Uh, she beat Jacinda Ardern twice uh, in the race for Auckland Central. So uh, she's beaten Jacinda Ardern in, on a public platform. So, you know, people obviously like Nikki Kayan. If she's given the chance, I think around the same age as um, Jacinda Ardern, uh, she could well be uh, in the running fairly strongly uh, as well.